Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today we're going to talk about what do you do when you feel or have been excluded? That's right, left out, not invited. Or sometimes you've been uninvited. Oh, that that hurts even more. I feel that in my stomach right now to be to be invited and then to find out, you know what? On second thought, you can't come. Like what? The, the uninvited, that, that's painful. Uh, this comes up. I was sent an email by one of you, my listeners. Uh, and once again, you can email me at leoflowers2000 at gmail. Leoflowers2000 at gmail. I promise to uh, do my best to respond to at least the first message. I don't, I don't promise a back and forth, but I will definitely respond. So, so get out everything. Say it all in the first message. <laughs> I love to hear from you. I love responding to you. And, uh, and this is in response to an email that I received from someone who <clears throat> is in so much pain uh, about feeling uh, excluded and uh, they you know, had an argument with someone they cared about and now they are uninvited to uh, holiday celebrations. And I feel like the holidays is really, a, a it can be a tale of two cities, right? Where it can be happy, joyous, and free, and, and people are merry and connecting and bonding, volunteering, hugging, loving, uh, reuniting. It could also be a time of, of tension and fights and stress, you know, from the travel, the spending, the the overeating or overdrinking, all these things come into play. And then, you, you know, you throw in the extra alcohol with the eggnog and uh, who knows what grandma's going to say <laughs> uh, on that eggnog, right? So, you know, feeling excluded at this time of year when it seems like everyone's getting together, everyone's reuniting, they have plans, and then all of a sudden uh, you don't, like that hurts and even, you know, even high school, that was the big thing where you were part of a group and then uh, you come to find out that you're no longer part of the group. You've been ostracized, banned, kicked out, they're turning their backs on you. That sucks. So what do we do when uh, we feel excluded or have been excluded? And I say feel and been because sometimes we feel excluded and we really haven't been excluded. It just can feel like that. Uh, and sometimes we are definitely excluded where they're like, you are no longer welcome here. So recognize that difference, you know, for yourself. Do you feel excluded or have you actually been excluded? Has there been an official, uh, no, we don't want your kind around here kind of thing? I mean, because because that's the other part when we think about exclusion is not just at an individual level. Sometimes you're excluded because of race, gender, politics, uh, geological location. There's just so many uh, uh, physical abilities, um, age. There's just so many different reasons uh, why one might get excluded as an individual or as a group. <clears throat> so what do we do on a personal level? What do we do on a personal level when we feel excluded by someone uninvited not invited to the thing that sucks right well the thing not to do 
is to show up. <laughs> Me and my girl, uh, Michelle, if you're a new listener, my girlfriend uh, is Michelle, and we were watching this movie Mean Girls 2. This girl was not invited to the birthday party, and she showed up anyway. How dare she? And, of course, it had disastrous results. The cops will be called on you. Do not show up uninvited because you think that you should be there. That's that's not going to bode well for you. And it, it's just awkward for everyone. Um, and then you may even find <laughs> the worst would be you get there and then you discover there's a good reason you weren't invited. You show up and you're like, whoa, I, I thought I wanted to be invited to this, but I didn't realize that this is what it was going to be. And so then now it really feels awkward because you're like, well, thank you for not inviting me. I didn't know all that was uh, a, a part of the invitation. So one, do not show up uninvited. Two, if we feel excluded, uh, do a social media cleanse. Because I, if you're like me, if, if I've been excluded for something, I go on social media to see how other people are experiencing the event that I wanted to be uh, included in on. And then that just drives me more crazy, right? The, the jealousy, the anger, the sadness, like it just it brings up a full range of emotions. And so I may have to do a social media cleanse. And even if I'm not looking up the people at the event, just to see other people included in things and happy and joyous and, and gathering, that can drive me nuts. Uh, side note, because I brought up the word gathering, uh, Michelle and I were in Catalina Island, and there's a place called a, a casino, and we went thinking there was going to be gambling, not that we gamble, but it turns out that the word casino means gathering. It doesn't mean gambling. I just thought that was a fun little note. I had no idea. But now we just associate casino with gambling. But it really just means a place to gather. Wow. Anyway, so, <clears throat> you know, when we are not invited to these casinos, right, these places of gathering, oh, I, I love that I was able to use that. It, it can really hurt. And so to get on social media is it, probably not the best thing for us to do. We need to, you know, grab a book, go for a walk, do anything, go, go, go watch a movie, um, but do a social media, delete the apps off your phone from YouTube to TikTok to Facebook. I, I mean, unless you really need those Instagram for work, Facebook, I said Facebook already, delete the apps because out of habit, we're just going to click on it anyway, right? It's, you're bored, you're tired, whatever. You're standing in line at the grocery store. You may just out of habit go on to social media, and then you'll see your friends bawling, going crazy, and you'll be like, ah, you know. So do a social media cleanse, and you know. And I know for some of you, you're like, oh, the text messaging. Sometimes uh, you're in like some group chat, and then people who are invited are sharing what's happening in a group chat the thing that you weren't even invited to. And you're like, oh, so you might have to, you might have to block some people for a day or two. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. It's your phone. It's your space. It's your energy. Do what you have to do to support love and nurture yourself. Uh, and that brings us to tip number three, which is distract yourself with, with something else. You know, uh, revisit a childhood passion, uh, get lost in a book, 
take a class. You know what I love is uh, Apple, the the computer company. They have, I don't even know if they consider themselves a computer company or a technology company or a big brother. Co- anyway, uh, but Apple uh, has classes on how to use their Apple products. So signing up for that. There's a place called Surla Table here in America. I know I have international listeners where you can take cooking classes, but take a cooking class, take a, a community class. Home Depot, a lot of some of these big box stores, they have classes on how to uh, do whatever they're selling. So like Home Depot, a department store, uh, um, a home improvement store, they have classes on how to build shelves and desks and chairs and sand and, and how to lay tile. So take a class, take an art class. And that's also a great way to meet new people is when you're taking a, a class, especially during the daytime or my sister just joined a silent book reading club. Awesome. So find a way to distract yourself with new interest or even go on a road trip, right? That's another way to like just pick a place on a map and go and, and meander about, you know, walking through different stores, eat lunch somewhere you've never eaten lunch before, uh, go to a movie at a movie theater you've never been before, just, you know, just for the trek, just for the travel, or see a movie that you typically wouldn't go see. Like Beyonce has a movie out. I'm like, I wouldn't go see a Beyonce movie. You know, it's about her tour. But I was like, maybe I should go just because it's something that I wouldn't do. And I may surprise myself at what I learn or who I encounter or, you know, because we have to remember it's not really about the destination. It's really about the journey and the people that we meet along the way. And sometimes we just need to do something to get out the house, get out of our comfort zone, right? So try something new. And then fourth, feel the emotions, Feel the emotions. There's so many studies that show when we suppress our emotions, when we suppress that hurt, that embarrassment, pain, anger, jealousy, it can lead to more negative mental health outcomes than if we just face them head on. Or, you know, facing them head on may even feel a bit um, aggressive, but just uh, allowing them. That's what meditation does is it allows us to feel the range of our emotions. Because if we suppress the so-called negative or just really more hurtful or more painful emotions, then we're also suppressing the pleasurable emotions, the joy, the excitement, the elation, the, the love, all those different positive emotions we can end up suppressing those too. So how do we feel our, our range of emotions? We can journal it. I, you know, For me, I journal maybe three pages a day, almost, just about. I, didn't, I actually didn't do it today. But I, I like to spend some time just journaling, just freestyle journaling, writing my thoughts out. You know, what about the situation hurts the most? What does uh, it remind me of in terms of, other experiences of feeling rejected. We can also practice deep breathing as a way to, you know, feel our emotions. And then take a walk. You know, I find that when I take a walk, 
I can notice the the small details like the shapes of clouds, the birds singing, or the flowers that are blooming. Taking a walk allows me to feel my emotions instead of suppressing them. Listening to music. I love listening to music as a way to feel my emotions. And and a way to do that really is play, play two songs that speak directly to your emotions. So if you're feeling sad, play two sad songs and then play two songs uh, that are just kind of neutral and then play two songs of where you want to, of how you want to feel. Do you want to feel excited? Do you want to feel uh, elated? Do you want to feel um, joyous? Like whatever those emotions are, play music that connects with that. But first play a couple songs that speak to where you are, Right. If you're angry, play some angry music. If you're sad, play sad music. And then slowly work your way up to how you'd want to feel. Do you want to feel, maybe you want to feel loved and connected. So you play some love songs, whatever it is. But listening to music really helps me to feel my emotions instead of suppressing my emotions. And with that yoga, you know, any type of movement therapy, you know, getting that sweat on, can help me really channel my emotions. Uh, going to a sauna, once again, sweating it out. You know, sometimes when we are feeling strong emotions, we can talk it out, walk it out, write it out. We can also sweat it out. And if you know you have a physical challenge, we can go to a sauna or a steam room, something to help us sweat it out. But the, but the key here is to find different ways to get it out or even talk to another friend about it talk to a neutral friend don't talk to a friend that knows the friend who excluded you or don't talk to the family member who knows the family member that excluded you because i'll tell you why two reasons one is the person that you then talk to will no longer trust that they can talk to you that's right they won't you will erode the trust between you and that person because they're like, well, if you're telling that person's business, that means you're going to tell my business. And, um, and so you're going to actually erode your connection over time with that. And then the second reason is then that person is going to look at the person that you share with is then going to look at the person you're talking about through that lens. And then you're eroding their relationship. So it becomes this domino effect of a breakdown of relationships. Find a neutral third party. You know, you can go to thrivewithleo.com and talk to me for one-on-one coaching or just call a friend, call another friend who's a neutral, call a coach, call a counselor, call a therapist. You can even call 988. People think that the suicide prevention hotline number is um, just for those moments where you want to end your life, but they really do a good job of listening of being there for you, being supportive, and and don't, and I can hear you saying, well, you know, I don't want to talk to them just because I'm sad. There's somebody who might be really wanting to end their life, and, I, you know, I don't, listen, pain is pain. Call them, it, it, you know, don't talk to them for an hour, but, you know, five, to, you know, 20 minutes max, that's reasonable, right? Call them. The point is you have someone to talk to because what we don't want is for this, these emotions to build up into 
suicidal ideations and in suicidal behavior. So let's nip it in the butt. If it takes a 20-minute phone call for you to uh, feel seen, heard, and understood, call that 988 number or any of the 800 numbers listed in all of the show notes. And once again, you can always email me, leoflowers2000 at gmail. Remember, get it all out. I will do my best to respond to the first one, but I don't promise a follow-up, you know, because of the back and forth. I, uh, you know, time, you, you get it, you get it. But uh, I just want to let you know that there is there, there are resources, there are outlets, there are ways for you to share. Um, and then, you know, we can also, you know, take ourselves out on a date, go to a museum, uh, you know, get creative, uh, uh, you know, bring a book with you to the park and read a book in the park. Find a way to, you know, people, I love the people watch. I love going somewhere. That's why I like going to the farmer's markets or anywhere where I can people watch. And dress yourself up when you do this. When you take yourself out on a date, whether it's a coffee shop, a bar, or wherever, you know, put, put, on, the, put on the good stuff. You know, spritz that cologne or perfume on you. Take take yourself out, right? Dress for the part. Michelle and I, we were talking about, um, I forget what football team it was. I think it was the 49ers. And they were losing horribly for so many seasons. They're a football team. And then the new coach came in and said, I want you guys to start dressing like Super Bowl champions. And then within, I think, two or three years, they became Super Bowl champions. So if you're a person that feels excluded and left out, you know, what we tend to do is dress like a person who's been excluded, right? We put on the sweats. We don't, uh, you know, uh, women, they don't put on, I don't want to say women, but people stop putting on, they stop, you know, making themselves presentable. They don't shower or shave or, or put on makeup. Hey, we want to do the opposite. We actually want to be more presentable, show up, glow up, do what you got to do to be presentable, hit the gym, take care of yourself even more, and then we'll attract people who will, uh, where we will feel included, and then that way we have buffers, right? Because it's not just, if we just have one group of friends and then they exclude us, that it really hurts. Versus if we have five group of friends and then one group excludes us, we're like, man, we can now we can go talk to this other group of friends about the group that didn't include you or whatever. Or, um, you know, we just have that buffer. So to create different groups, you know, like a company, like, you know, Amazon is big, but they also own like a thousand other companies. They have buffers. So if Amazon all of a sudden is not doing well fiscally, they have these other companies that are bringing them money. So we need other people or other groups to bring us love, support, nurturance, to feel seen, heard, understood, right? Um, and then the last way uh, that we can cope with feeling ex- excluded is communicate how we feel. Let them know, you know, and, and, and without attacking them, right? We don't want to come in with, you should have invited me, or I thought you cared about me, but you keep leaving me out. Why are you ignoring me? I invite you to places all the time, but you never invite me. We don't. (laughs) Those I statements uh, feel very self-absorbing and it's a a put off to to listeners. Instead, we know we want to come in with projecting 
our emotional uh, stance. You know, saying, making statements like, honestly, I felt a little left out when you and your friends went out to dinner last weekend without me. Or I've been feeling a bit more distant in our friendship lately. Just wanted to check in and see uh, if we're doing okay. Or to say, hey, I really miss hanging out with you. Uh, do you want to meet up soon? So like inviting them to things that you want to do. You know, so there are different ways that we can communicate our hurt without pushing the other person away, attacking or blaming them because uh, then it's going to create more distance. And then, you know, one last way we can communicate that is to say, I notice that we aren't hanging out as much anymore. Have I done anything to upset or annoy you? You know, just be direct like that. So I, if you found any value in this episode, you know, the point is, is that we, when we feel excluded, there's so many different reasons why we uh, may have been excluded. Sometimes there are cultural differences, uh, religious differences. Sometimes we may have said something or done something, like in that last uh, example that I gave, that we're not even aware of. And so to check in, uh, people aren't always honest about or upfront uh, about when we have done something that have hurt them or kind of uh, turned them off a bit. So sometimes we have to give them the space and, and, or, or just con, you know, gently confront them um, and, and ask them, hey, did I say something to upset you or offend you? Uh, let me know. I hope that you found some value in this episode, right? Remember, don't take it personally. Being excluded is an opportunity for you to then find other groups that you can feel included in. Um, and also a chance for you to love yourself and expand your network. So, Because eventually, usually, those people come around. And the last thing I want to say is, I have been excluded from certain things and really been upset by it. But then I remember, there are times where people have invited me to things, and I said I was going to go, and I didn't go. Now, even though I let them know I wasn't coming, I know that that has to hurt too. It hurts to invite people to a thing. They say they're coming, and then they don't. Uh, they don't come. Uh, so you know, like I've ghosted people. I, I've done all those things. So I have to remind myself that this thing that I'm upset that my friends have done or family members have done, I also have done myself. And so when we expand the scope out like that, it allows us to have more compassion not only for that person, but for ourselves, right? So remember, this podcast is not a substitute for you calling the 988 or any of the 800 numbers listed in all the show notes. You can chat, talk, text. You can call. You can go to thrivewithleo.com. That's my website. That's me. Um, for one-on-one coaching, if, if you're struggling, if you feel stuck, if you have a hard time uh, managing your life physically, emotionally, socially, spiritually, financially, mentally, go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.